Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 84, brought to you by the Dub Network, which we are a part of now, and Owen White, Barfight White, according to Tepid, that's what Tepid calls him, Barfight White is going to join us later from out in Frisco. First, we're going to talk about the big league team. It's been a great week. We did start off with the Dub Network last week, and we made it official. Mm-hmm. Thanks to those guys, we got some interesting teammates now. Nate Newton. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got yeah. Emily and Julie. We got Kevin Minch. And Kevin Fred Minch. Ludwig. Yeah, Minch so. is somebody this off season we ought to get on. Oh, maybe you can't talk to Minch during the season. We got too much. I don't know on. if his head will fit in the screen, but we can try. We can try to get yeah. his head in the screen. Uh, but Minch, will be fun. He was, you know, I, he, I think he's before you, wasn't he? Did you ever? Uh, my first spring, he uh, failed to make the team out of spring training. So okay. that was that was. Uh, I don't remember what happened to him after that. He was trying to play play uh, first base, add a little versatility, and right. Um, he just ended up not making the team. Okay. So anyway, well, well let's yeah. talk about this Ranger team. Okay. Thirty-one and eighteen. This is Friday morning, guys. By the way, um, thirty-one and eighteen, <laughs> seven and three. Uh, they are one, two in a row. They've won the last two from uh, yeah from uh, the Pirates. From the Pirates, they head into a great series tonight against the Oreos. These are two good teams. Yeah, that yeah. they're playing. It's pretty interesting. Um, there is one glaring need on this team. This offense has been incredible. I mean, they they just can score on just about anybody. Even yeah. when they don't, even if they go scoreless the first three or four innings, they they tend to second time around or third time around they start putting together good at bats. Yeah, um, you know, baseball games are long. I know I know they're shorter, but they're still <laughs> nine innings. They're still twenty seven outs. Right. You still go through the lineup multiple times, and you get a chance to see <clears throat> the pitcher two or three times, and that's you know that's one of the big deals that that analytics has brought to the forefront is is success uh, a pitcher has the second, third, and fourth times through a lineup, and I mean it's been that way for a hundred years. It's not like this is new. It's just something that that's that's come out. But <clears throat> yeah, if don't don't sweat it if it's three to. You know, if it's zero zero after three, and, right, and your or team even one to two to nothing, and you're behind. Yeah, this yeah. Team. I mean, th- these are long games, and you know, you saw you saw uh, well Wednesday in in the the finale at at Pittsburgh. Those teams scored in a, the Rangers scored three in the second, and the Pirates scored two in the third, and that was it. That was you it. You know, I mean, you, you never know when you're going to get your runs. When a pitcher's going to figure something out. When the lineup's going to figure something out. But this this Rangers lineup more often than not, is going to score four, five, six, ten runs. You know, they've, they've reached double digits like 12 times this year. Number one in <laughs> run differential in the league now. They passed yeah. Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa Bay lost a game 20, 20 to 1. To one. So that <laughs> that kind of hurts. That but, helped. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, this offense has been really, really good. And, and you know, you, you started to see it at the end of last year – Offense was good last year, and it was the first year of Tim Hires and and Donnie Ecker, the the two hitting coaches. Donnie's the offensive coordinator, if you will, and right. Um, he, you know, they brought some new stuff, right, and um, and and stuff that they won't talk to us about. <laughs> but um, it's it it takes a little while, and you're starting to see that they've made the progress. But where they need <clears throat> needed to make the progress last year was against like the elite teams and the elite pitchers. And, 
and they've done it. All, they've been they've been better this year. You know, Garrett Cole kind of got to him, but he's getting to everybody. You know, right? Um, they've they've figured out ways to to win games against good teams, and and that's that's important. And you know, it may it may just be two runs like that uh, that that game in Seattle when they you know Logan Gilbert had a no hitter. Yeah, shoot, it might have been a perfect game. I don't remember through through six, and then the Rangers scored two of the seventh. He's gone, and they ended up winning the ball game. So it's um it's just a better lineup, and and it's deeper. Josh Young has been very very good. The Odie Tavares hitting hitting over three hundred. Um, Jonah <laughs> Heim, he's in a little slump right now, but um he he's been better. So it's just the he's, players that needed to improve did, and if. You've looked at what Mitch Garver did to start his rehab assignment. He was four for eight, the home run, and he's going to come back. A couple back. doubles. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't worry about the lineup. No, I'm not worried about that. Starting pitching, where's Jacob DeGrom? You talked to him. I haven't. Not yeah, he, he threw Monday in Pittsburgh. He's going to do something today in Baltimore. Uh, he's going to start throwing some curveballs. Um, he, he He's progressing. I, I, the – the debate's going to be whether to send him on a rehab assignment or not. And and he doesn't want to go, and I don't really blame him. I mean, I don't think any major leaguer, established major leaguer, wants to go on a rehab assignment. It just it, it comes down to, if he, you know, Jacob Durham's going to be very good. No right. matter how much he pitches, he's going to be very good. If it's right. only three innings, they're going to be three great innings. Right. Would you rather use those bullets in a big league game, or would you rather send him to Frisco you can and, piggyback with Dunning and, on his start and, and watch him destroy, uh, you know, Northwest Arkansas <laughs> or Amarillo know. or something. You know, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't need that. You yeah. Know? And and um, but they've been so cautious with him. You know, maybe they send him for one. Yeah. And, and maybe get him to where he can pitch four, and it's a little less taxing on the bullpen because, you know, this, asking this bullpen to get eighteen outs. Let's Whoa. let's say eighteen as an example of. If Degrom's first starts only three, right? Um, that's been a tall order, even if Dunning is available. So, you know, it's something that that uh, Chris Young gets paid good dollars to to make those decisions. I'm sure yep. Jacob will have a little input. Mike Maddox will have some input. I'm sure the the manager will have some input. But um, he 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 keeps feeling fine after these bullpen sessions. So. That's a good indication that he might be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and which is great. And Dunning, wow, he's filled in tremendously. Yeah, yeah, good for him. You know, I, you know, you look at you look at last year, um, really, and 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 twenty one, his first year with the team, you know, he was really bad on the on the road. Um, right. He was a pretty inconsistent last year throughout. I mean, if if his hip was bothering him, you know, and he had the surgery, man, what a what a difference, you know, and and. Uh, you know, there's a little seasoning that comes with that, and I'm sure that right. he doesn't like the idea of of pitching in the minor leagues, which was a possibility. You right. know, to to start the year uh, at the open at the at the start of spring training. You know, it, he had he had to win a, a job somehow. Yeah, and and he ended up winning a bullpen spot, and and um, it, Man, it's he, turned out really really well oh for him. Gosh. I mean, you know, you know when you when you talk about um, he could have done that two ways. <laughs> he could have. He could have really spit the bit in yeah. out of the bullpen, or he could have grabbed a hold of it and done what he's done, yeah. which has secured a spot on this team no matter what. Yeah. I mean, when when Degrom comes back, Dunning's going nowhere. I mean, this right. is right. this is a valuable arm that is getting yeah. outs. Yeah, and as I I mentioned last week, you know, one he might be a solution to the bullpen problems where um, once a series, 
if it's three to two in the seventh, he pitches the seventh and the eighth. Absolutely, you know, it's it's, it's uh, not unfathomable to think that that's one solution. Um, he is, however, his, his wife. I guess he is too. Expecting a baby I, that first week of June. Yeah, it's, very soon. I talked so. to him about that last time. I said, "When is this yeah. thing? When is this baby coming?" He said, first week of June. June tenth, so. I think, is the date." He told me is the due date. Okay, so so he'll be gone for a couple of days. Yeah, but um, anyway, and, and you know, you, you listen to <clears throat> and Jack, Jack Nicholas very very famously said that he became a better golfer when he started having a family. He, it, it changes you. It makes you focus. It does all these things. Exactly. And when Tiger Woods started having kids, Jack Nicholas was like, it's going to make Tiger better. Um, I don't know that it did. I think, you know, Tiger has a lot of issues. But uh, anyway, <laughs> you you know, when you, have a, when you have a kid, you have to be more responsible. You have to keep a schedule. You're, you're not yeah. just in it for you and your wife anymore. Exactly. You're, you're, you have responsibilities. And it changes you. So, yeah. I mean, things are, on, things are on the way up for Dane Dunning, that's for sure. Absolutely. And having a, you, you and I are parents. Um, there's nothing better. I mean, my gosh, just the the, the pure joy of that of, of having a child. I'm excited for him and his wife. Um, you got a big deal, big deal tonight. I do, by the way. My son is graduating high school. This is a big deal. And I saw where Henry and Molly finished school, and Henry graduating fifth grade is he fourth going to, grade. Yeah, he's going to be a fourth grade graduation. Did they go to a different school for fifth grade? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, Molly is not happy with that because they usually go together to school. Yeah, she's pretty. She's she's. She was pretty upset about that last night. The reality sunk in, but uh, <laughs> it's really going to sink in in August. But yeah, um, yeah. So where, Richland? No, he is. So Richardson High School. Richardson. That, God dang it. Yeah, we live in Richardson, and he he went to Rich. Richardson has four high schools. Uh, Jamie Newberg's son will be graduating tomorrow from Richardson Pierce. Uh, mine's graduating from Richardson t- uh, tonight. Grandma and Grandpa are in town. I got a house full of people <laughs> going there. The air conditioner's not working, so that guy's going oh out gosh. there this afternoon to take care of that. Uh, but no, uh, uh, it's it's emotional for my wife. Uh, this is our oldest son, and it's our oldest child. My daughter yeah. was not my wife's uh, child, but I mean, they're like <coughs> mother and daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been around forever, but. Um, and he's going off to Missouri State, which that's going to be the tougher one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys all got that coming. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, that'll yeah, eight be year, – Eight years to prepare. Yeah, get, get, to get ready, get Jen ready to do that. You'll have some emotion too, I'm telling you. Okay, we got to get back to the Rangers. Yeah. Thank, congrats, buddy. We're really proud of you um, for, grad, you know, get, graduating tonight and, and, you know, a little emotional for And you got a driver now. And I, yeah, I've got to, yeah, my youngest one's now driving. I don't have to drive anyone to school anymore at Perfect. all. Perfect. That's going to happen to you one day, too. And that's a, the freedom that you like. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> that's I a freedom wait. that you really enjoy. Yeah. Um, the biggest glaring need on this team, we've talked about the rotation. We've talked uh, about the lineup, which is uh, good. Mm-hmm. There's bullpen issues. Yeah, again. Again. Yeah. No, no, nothing changed from last week. <laughs> there have been six, there have been eight games in that they were ahead in the eighth inning, or there have been six, I believe, that they lost where they were winning in after the eighth inning. I saw that stat, I believe, yesterday. So that could have been easily six more wins this team could have right now. That's pretty bad, yeah. That's not good at all. Yeah. Um, now, around the league, there have been some blown <laughs> saves. Other mm-hmm. places, too. A lot of people are going to be looking for arms. But first, if that's the case, you've got to look internally first. Obviously, they've got to make a move for someone who's a legit closer. I love Will Smith. Man, he has he has put this team on his back for what he's done so far. Yeah. But let's be honest, he throws right around ninety miles an hour. That slider is what makes him good. Yeah. Um, 
you can't expect that to be a you know there. I mean, I mean, I hope so. Maybe it is. I don't know, but they yeah. need more back end arms. Yeah, um, you're right. And, Leverage and, arms. Let's put yeah, it that way. They, they do. And um, Dave Raymond brought this up uh, over the weekend. It's pretty interesting. Very interesting point. He 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 tried. <clears throat> he asked if the epidemic of blown saves across baseball might be due to the pitch clock. And there, there's something wow. to that. And Bruce, Bruce Bochy uh, agreed with it. You know, these power arms, they, they've got 20 pitches in them, let's yep. say, 20 yep. to 25. And, a, you know, a 98-mile-per-hour fastball <clears throat> is a power move. You know, pitchers don't run like they used to. Like when they run, they used to run the mile and run all this distance and all this stuff, and some of them still do it because they like it. But – they run sprints. Yeah, <clears throat> they don't. That's what that's what pitchers do. They run right. sprints because it's a power movement, and um, so they don't have as much time between any and between pitches to catch their breath, right, or to process what's going on around them. <clears throat> and everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be a big deal for starting pitchers." It's it's a big deal for for, for relief pitchers, right? And that that's an interesting theory. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to you know. Qu- quantified or qualified or whichever phi it is, but um, I thought that was a pretty in, in, intriguing point. Um, but, you know, some some guys aren't struggling with it. And um, I think at, at the, the six-week mark or the two-month mark, you need to get get used to it. <clears throat> and, um, yep. you know, it, it's, it's like, you know, Jose Clark has been a, always been a deliberate worker. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's his his issue, you know, but whatever it is, um, it needs to be remedied. And and um, you know, we were just talking before we started recording this thing about the names that are out there, um, and there are some there are some decent ones. There are some guys that well, let's are, start internally. <laughs> okay, internally. Internally, right. you've got you've got Grant Anderson at AAA, Chase yeah. Lee, and yeah. Taylor Hearn are the three right now who have done well enough maybe to get a look. Now, they're not going to be your back-end guys. Right. But we're talking about somebody that can just get some outs. Sure. um, Right now. And those three, like Hearn has been relatively well. Now, he's still got – his problem is control. Yeah. Getting the ball over the plate. You can't walk anybody um, doing that. Now, Anderson was intriguing. Grant Anderson had a a couple of outings there where he struck out the side two times in a row. Yeah, uh, two games in a row yeah. throws that slider, which is really good. Doesn't throw an overpowering fastball, right. but right. but tends to put it where he wants. And Chase He's, Lee, of course, uh, a side armor yeah. can just come up uh, and screw things up for a lot of people. Well, Anderson's kind of a side armor too, not as low as Lee. Right. Um, he Anderson wipes out right-handed hitters. Right. He's, that's that's kind of his forte. So, um, you know, there's a specialty. There's not the the specialty guy anymore. You, you're right. gonna have to face three, and there's gonna face be a lefty three in there probably. But um, they can, they might be able to use him at some point. You know, I. But but again, you know, this is a guy who's never been in the major leagues. Right. So you're not gonna say, "Hey, man, go, <laughs> go. <laughs> it's three to two. Go get those three outs in the eighth for us." Um, so, but again. And, and I wrote it last week in Friday in the Farm, and we talked about it a little bit on the <coughs> Aaron's Vala episode. Um, I think all options should be open. You yeah. Know, and, and one we didn't mention, and a terrible oversight on our part, was Mark Church, who just got promoted to AAA. AAA, yeah. And, and that guy has got was, an arm. He was in big league camp. He he really was impressive. He impressed he a lot of those guys. Yeah, he, he, 
he wasn't the he wasn't in that that first round of guys that goes down to to camp. He stayed there late into camp. So that's friend of the up friend. That's of right. Too. That's He's right. Denied. And so um, anyway, that I mean, you know, why do you move him to Triple A to give him a test and and really say, hey, this guy might be an option for us? So absolutely, um, that's exactly why he's in Triple A. <laughs> so those are those are four guys. You know, I still think uh, Owen White and Jack Leiter's name should be in the conversation because boy, I got ripped apart for that. Now, <laughs> I brought this up the other day on Twitter, and boy, Jared Sandler got on me about it. But I was like, you guys act like I'm talking about right now. No, of course not. Right now, yeah. Jack Leiter especially needs to go out and prove himself for a little bit longer to do that. But what you were talking about is kind of the way they did Derek Holland and coming up late in the year and get your get your feet wet in the big leagues later yeah. in the year and that's a good arm that throws 98 99 miles an hour yeah. to 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 do something yeah. Owen White too who's you know I, I uh, Scott Lucas brought up that Owen White's velocity's been down just a little bit although he goes out and battles and fights you and has done well yeah. he's not throwing in the upper 90s which you know that's fine that, that he's, he attacks hitters yeah that's yeah. the thing about Owen Owen goes after you <laughs> He's, well, I mean, we'll ask him about it, but he, you know, he he was delayed a little bit in spring training. Right. Um, he was on a little bit more regimented program than uh, to start the year, so he might be building into his velocity. Right. Um, but you know that I I you know you I'm not yeah right not they aren't options right this second right, um, but they are options potentially because if you just you know, what you said, get a taste of the major leagues, all this stuff. And, and you know, if they can get you six outs, they can get you the sixth and the seventh. Right now, you need somebody to get you six outs. I mean, there there's there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. But, there, but, but there, he has not done enough. He, as good as Jack's been, it's been for a little short period here. Right. Yeah, right he's right. got to get rolling. But, Owen White's further along than that, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Owen's still short on innings, but um, if they promote him to AAA, that might be something to watch. Yeah, that that would be he, something. He is to on the forty man too. Well, let me ask you about this though. While we're talking internally, though, those were obviously options. Mark Church was a name that we didn't bring up that we didn't need to bring up. Funkhauser and Duffy. I've seen Danny sure. around. Yeah. You know, you see Danny around the clubhouse, but where is he at? He's supposed to be. Yeah, Funkhauser was in town this last homestand um, for a couple days. They're getting close. You know, they're they're probably going to be pitching in games in a couple weeks. Um, I know that they're both listed on AAA roster right now. Uh, yeah, you got to throw them somewhere. But yeah. um, uh, you know, because they, they were on what, minor league they're deals. on minor league yeah. deals. So, but those guys right there have history. So they do, and um, yeah, I mean, they're they're potential options, and uh, you know, like the idea of Danny Duffy, um, in a shorter stint, you know, um. You know, he's always been, for much much of his career, he's been a starter. Right. And uh, I think in, even in spring training, he was set on the idea of being a reliever. Uh, and he was happy with it. Yeah. You know, and because and, he knows he can go in and, and let it let it eat, so to speak, and, and his stuff will tick up and he can get some outs and help the team. And it sounds like he's just an ultimate competitor. You know, and like if you look at his mug shot um, – or his headshot on. Uh, <laughs> we're not talking mugshots. On, here. We're talking uh, headshots. <laughs> one of the websites. Yeah, it looks like he's just pissed and not happy, and he's like the nicest. guy. <laughs> he's always smiling. And <laughs> he is the nicest guy. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And so, uh, anyway, yeah, there there are options too. Um, and you know, and and you go back to these these past six Rangers teams that have had success in the past. They've always found a solution for the bullpen. Yeah. Um, 
it's a long season. Yes, and we're, we're in May. We're, we're fifty games in. Yeah, and, and um, but they do have. A but problem. they do need. They do have issues okay. that have to be addressed. So if we're going to go external, though, yeah, who are some names? I mean, you, you got people like Joe Kelly. You got Araldus Chapman uh, that we've talked about. I'm not a big. I mean, look. The reason I'm not a big fan of him, look, he throws 104. Don't get me wrong. The guy can come back and close games. I mean, he uh-huh. throws hard and he's good. This clubhouse is a group of guys that really dig each other. I mean, they are yeah. all good people in that clubhouse. They are, they are they're a cohesive group. And my understanding is his reputation is kind of hard to deal with sometimes. Well, That's what yeah. I've heard. I mean, the Yankees stuff was kind of ugly at the end of last year. Right. Um, one one – possible solution to that uh chapman is is cuban right um so is adolis garcia adolis yeah and adolis is like the most positive guy he looks like he's kind of the guy who's who's can get the team going kathy's favorite player because maybe he can maybe he can have influence on on chapman but you know if if it seems like if chapman is wanted then he's happy and and again he's a free agent after this year it's a rental it wouldn't be as expensive. I mean, he 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 is making a, a decent salary, but right, it's not gonna, you know. The, Ray you, Davis you, sees uh, that there's a playoff potential. He he will eat the but salary, you're, but you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, have to unload a ton of prospects to get him. Um, that's the good thing unless about, about a rental. Yeah, unless there are five other teams in the bidding. Yeah, but still, it's still not going to be. Well, the Rangers have more, and they could dig deeper down into their yeah, to sure. their stash of prospects that, that where it may not be those names at the top uh-huh. of anything, but still great prospects. They just might be lower down than sure. the, the deal. So obviously, so Chapman's one. You've also got uh, with when you're talking about the Royals, you got Josh Stomout, and you got uh, Stomout, I believe you believe who's had a great year. Uh, Scott Barlow is someone that's closed before. Um, and who's, who's also – both these guys, the reason I looked at them, I was looking at teams that were losing and who might be moving. I was looking at their bullpen. Both of these guys have saved a couple of games, and both of them have – they've got hitters hitting under 200, and their ERAs are under two. Uh-huh. Or they were when uh-huh. I looked at them. Well, and the Royals are pretty crappy, so that's – that's and, and, and if – At the time, and that may have be changed. talking specifically about the Royals, you know, Dayton Moore was there, who, who's now yep. an assistant to, to Chris Young, was their – President of baseball operations yeah. until late last year, so he so um, he knows the arms that are there. He, he knows what's he knows what they have. Um, but Brad Ham <laughs> Diaz, you got Diaz from the Reds. You got Brad yeah, Ham. The, the the Diaz situation would would be a, a, a pricier one because he's he, under control. He's got a lot of control and um, he looks pretty good. But you know, <clears throat> if you want, if you don't think your team has a closer, <clears throat> and you think this guy could be one. And maybe you solve a, a problem for several years. Yes, that and if, way. And if you have a true closer, look at Will Smith moving into a seventh or eighth inning role. Sure. And then, and then that's maybe that's only one inning you're worried about every day. Something in the seventh. Yeah. And between the guys you have there, you can throw someone out there to get you three outs. Yeah. If that's if that's the case, um, I think they need two arms. And you'd like to see I Will mean, Smith. They, pr- they probably need three arms. Yeah. I mean, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. There are some guys on that roster right now that are. I mean, it's. <laughs> It, look, and, and and it's not beyond the possibility that both Hernandez and LeClerc get their head straights, get sure. this figured out, because when they are on, They're they good. have yeah. back into the bullpen crap. Yeah, sure. They just do. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of confidence 
getting in that leverage situation, I think one good outing could go a long way for one of them. Just yeah. go out there and go, wow, I just strike out a couple of them and get a pop-up and go, wow, okay, everything was hitting. Um, sometimes that's all it takes. But right now, let's be honest, they're fragile right now. They're kind of yeah. teetering. They're, they, they don't want to – you know what it is? When you're this good a team, they don't want to be the reason that you're losing. So that plays on anyone's head. Sure. It's like you and me looking over a putt that's worth $100 and it's only three feet. Believe me, if you're going to lose $100 for you and me, that putt looks like it's about 50 feet. From, yeah. You know, that's the way that stuff works. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Because um, we got a Frisco Rider guest coming on. We do. But um, before before we get to him, um, we, we failed to mention that uh, – Subscription to Rangers today. Absolutely. We'll run you only five ninety nine a month, thirty five for six months or sixty for a year. If you do sixty for a year, it's like seventeen cents a day. Yeah. And you can find that in your couch cushion. So um and Rangers, top to bottom. I'm the, this is the best top to bottom coverage there is of anybody in the Metroplex. Period. Yeah. Thank you. It's but all it's in true. one spot. <laughs> yeah. It's all in one spot, top to bottom, minor league, all the way up to front office people. This is the best coverage because it's solely based on Texas Rangers. That's yeah. what it is. This isn't a so-and-so sports site, and this is our Ranger division. This is Rangers today. Right. We cover the Texas right. Rangers. Yeah, and the, the minor leagues. And Right. Uh, By the way, we're going to talk about that in the bus leagues. we got some new ownerships in minor league teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Guys, joining us right after this is going to be Owen White. Um, and big thanks to Tepid who calls him Bar Fight White, but he brought Jeff and I up in their last, not yesterday's, but last episode, brought up our little video of Jack Leiter um, oh, and yeah. said, man, you guys got to go watch this video. And he loved what Jack said to us about getting out there and doing that. So big, big, big kudos to, to, to Tep for doing that. But uh, Bar Fight White right after this on your Frisco Rough Riders hotline. The Rangers Today baseball podcast guest segment is brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders and will be brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders all season. Uh, they return home on next Tuesday, which is the day after Memorial Day, which is the 30th of May, um, playing those mighty San Antonio missions. Look, next weekend, though, is a really, really big deal they have a great promotion for you. It's called the Family Four Pack. All right, here's what you get for $80. $80 gets you four home plate tickets, four hot dogs, and four sodas. I might get that for myself. It's a really good deal. Uh, go out there. That's valid for June 2nd, June 3rd, and June 4. As always, Thursday, Thursday, that'll take place on June 1. Uh, in addition to the great deal for the 2nd, you also get post-game fireworks. On the 3rd, it's kids run the bases. And on the 4th, again, post-game fireworks. And it's always on Sunday, kid, Kids Sunday Fun Day. So go on out, see your Frisco Rough Riders. Go to milb.com slash Frisco to, to, to get more information. All right, guys, and joining us right now from the Frisco, Rudder, Frisco Rough Rider Hotline, brought to you by Frisco Rough Riders, is current Frisco Rough Rider right-handed pitcher Owen White, known by some to bar fight White, as some of them call. Cause, uh, but, hey, Owen, what's going on, buddy? How are you? How was Arkansas? It's good. It ain't too hot. Uh, we've, had, uh, we've had some tough games, but, I mean, we got a chance to fight back tomorrow and today. So uh, right now, it's uh, it's going all right. 
How's, the, how's that mustache going, brother? It's annoying me. I'm ready to shave it off. <laughs> ready to shave it off. Is, is this a, a, another deal where you guys are just growing mustaches to as a bonding thing or what? Yeah, I think it was a, a bullpen idea, uh, mustache may or something like that. So we uh, <laughs> decided to jump on the train, but I don't know how much longer I'm going to ride it. Only a few more days. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Now, is that is that I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm not looking at my camera I'm looking at you on the zoom is that is that is that about as good as you can do because I can't grow a mustache. No, that's about that's about as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you uh, you started the game last night. Um, how do you feel the day after a start? Uh, I'm pretty sore, but I mean. Uh, Confidence-wise, I feel pretty good. I mean, I don't think they beat me. I think I beat myself. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, I felt like uh, felt like I threw some pitches when I needed to. Um, and then I obviously didn't execute one or a couple that got hit pretty hard. And I mean, when you have five walks, it doesn't really help you. I mean, there's always base runners on in every inning, so um, never could get anything rolling on my end. So. Um, just got to be better. What, uh, what, uh, Jack, Jack Leiter walked seven on Tuesday. You walked five, uh, kind of uncharacteristic. Is there something going on with the mound there in, in Little Rock or were you guys just, just one of those? Uh, nice? You know, I, I, I felt like, I felt like both of us landed some pitches that didn't really get called on the corners, but I mean, it ain't nobody's fault to blame nobody. You just got to, Throw it over the hard plate, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but uh, yeah, I mean, going going to Arkansas and, and throwing on that mound, there's, I mean, the, the backdrops looks like you're throwing ninety feet, so it's a little <laughs> bit different. Uh, That's interesting. That is strange. That is. So what do you mean by back? So what you're seeing behind the catcher is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, it, it just opens up. There's no no real wall back there, and it's probably. I don't know, 40, 40 feet behind the catcher. Wow. It's, I can't. It's, it's something you never think about is somebody pitching and what the backdrop yeah. is when you line yeah. up. And uh, that is strange. I guess without a wall back behind there or something like that, and just maybe fans kind of blending in, maybe it looks like you are. I've always wondered, and Owen, you, you used to play basketball. So, like, like when when you play in your, your, your own gym, let's say mm -hmm. you're a college team, you play in your own gym, you get used to it, and then you go – to like the NCAA regional and you're playing in a damn dome. I mean, I would just think that that's hard to get used to. And yep. I, I, I guess it would apply here too, but that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Okay. So you said you're sore. So what body parts are sore? I, I'm going to guess your arm, but you use a lot of leg. I'm going to guess there's just general body soreness. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, for me right now, I mean, it's the best kind of soreness. Um, and not, it's not my elbow. So that's always go. good for me. Um, that is good. <laughs> right now it's spread out. I got a little bit of forearm, a little bit of bicep, a little bit of tricep, a little bit of lat. So, I mean, it's it's spread out evenly. It's not just pinpointed in one spot, which tells me I'm using the whole arm. And, and definitely the hips and legs are sore. Um, last night was the hardest I've been throwing. Um, so still trying to – Still trying to get everything to click and, and 
get that velo back up to where I needed to be. But last night was a was a lot more fives than normal. Was a lot more fours. I don't think I really got down and too far in the velo. I think I stayed in a pretty good hot zone for me. Yeah, that's uh, that's something we talked about or has been talked about. You were kind of uh, you didn't have a a full spring. Are you still building up, or are you just trying to put your mechanics together? I think a little bit of both. Um, building up wise, I think I'm good. I think I think arm wise, I'm good. I think it's more of just. Uh, everything clicking timing wise and, and getting down the mound and, and just getting the ball to the plate. Um, but, uh, confidence is still high. So, I mean, I, I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, if you're only throwing fastballs, there might be a problem, but you throw, you throw a bunch of other pitches. Where, where are you on the comfort level with your off speed pitches? Um, curveball I'm very confident with, I think I can throw it at any point at any time. Um, slider feels really good right now. The only thing that I'm really struggling with the handle is my change up, and that's just that's just me letting the grip go too early. I'm not really sticking on, uh, driving through the ball. I'm uh, letting it kind of fly out a little early. So, um, I'll throw some good ones and I'll throw some bad ones. It's just uh, not a consistent mix. What what? How do you grip? I, you don't have a ball, but do you? Is it a circle change? What 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 do you do for your changeup? Yeah, just like my one seam uh, on the right lace, um, I'll just turn it into a basically a changeup grip on that one seam and throw it. Okay, all right. What's the difference in velo? How 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 far down are you from your fastball? Um, anywhere from six to nine miles an hour difference. So eighty. Six to ninety, sometimes I think I threw one last night at ninety. Okay, uh, still, I mean, it's it's about as 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 you probably heard Mike Maddox and Greg Maddox say in spring training is about throwing strikes and changing speeds. Exactly, yep. and and you know the, these guys. Yeah, I I've said this before. One thing that gets overlooked about Mike Maddox is he pitched a long damn time in the major leagues. Yeah, fifteen he, years or something. He, he pitched for a bunch of teams. He's always a guy who was wanted. He knew he knew how to pitch, and then you know, his brother, of course, really knew how to pitch. Uh, but what was it like to go to to a go to big league camp, and then b be like, "Hey, this is Greg Maddox." No, I mean it was a blessing. Um, I really, I mean, the person that stood out to me the most and uh, made me feel like um everybody was needed was uh nathan avaldi i mean he came around every day talked to me um really emphasized when i was going through the little hard time of uh the nerve issue and stuff that no matter when i come back i'm always going to be that spark kind of deal um it's just another life for a team that's been playing hard and then if I say I did miss a couple of weeks, he saw it telling me that once I get back that I need to create that life again and bring that buzz around. So, I mean, sitting down with him every day and just talking baseball and, and just, I mean, I really never really got to talk to Greg Maddox too much, but um, they're just characters. I mean, they're, they're funny. They're, they're, they're good guys to be around. Uh, and I mean, obviously you can learn a lot. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, one thing I've learned about those two over the years is, yeah, they, they are, they can, they can be a little raunchy, 
<laughs> they're they, they're very good golfers. Oh boy! And yeah. they they love college basketball, and and occasion occasionally I think one of them who's no longer employed by a major league team gets a little action on 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 college basketball. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he lives in Las Vegas, and his dad worked at a casino for a number of years, so it comes by it naturally. But um, they, I got a text. This is a pretty good story. Uh, I got a text TCU where I went and am employed uh, was playing the university of Texas at home. And the line was like, the line was shit. It was three and a half, I think. And, and they asked if I thought TCU could cover the three and a half. And I said, no. All right. So TCU's leading throughout the second half, but as awesome often happens, Texas comes back a little bit. All right. Yeah. It's a six-point game with three seconds to go. Bam, Texas guy hits a three-pointer, gets it to three. TCU doesn't cover. <laughs> it's like the worst beat. That's about as bad as beat as you can get. And, and if, if you had TCU and were given the points, holy crap, what a what a bad beat. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if if, if, that, certain if that was a win or a loss. But yeah. So those were the conversations I had with those guys. But <laughs> – they're good. They're just good eggs, and they 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 try to keep it simple. And that's, yeah. I mean, you you and I talked about this once because I was doing a story about analytics. You you appreciate analytics, but you don't want to know the science behind it. Is, is is that right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you like to see your velo, but more importantly, I mean, for me, VA and your vertical approach um, going to the plate and. And really, right now, I've been looking, focusing a lot on uh, extension because I think that's one of the key things that I've been missing and not getting down the mound. So, extension and last night was up, and and everything else kind of ticked up for me. So, just kind of keep grinding and uh, get back to normal, get back to the to O and White, and and playing baseball and playing hard. It's not like you've been bad, Owen. Uh, that's, that's been pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, I, that, that's pretty bad for me. Well, that's too hard on yourself, is what that is. Uh, it's it's not. That's not me. Uh, I like <laughs> to, I like to leave up in the game and and never never letting runners cross the plate. And I've been doing that too much lately. So, uh, you know, you know your medical history and your everything. Do you feel like you are built up to? get over a hundred innings this year, get, get in the one twenty range. You feel like that's attainable for you? Yeah, I'm doing everything in my power to, I'm trying to throw as many innings as they want me to. Um, I don't think nothing's really going to hold me back this year. I'm going to stay on the medical side of things and keep everything as clean as possible. Diet, and just try to do everything by the books and, and stay healthy. So you're, you're, you mentioned this earlier. You're, you know, your the soreness is not in your elbow. You you had the Tommy John surgery uh, a while ago. What um, Kamar Rocker has to have to, had Tommy John on on Monday this week. What would you What would you tell him? Have you talked to him about it or anything like that? What would you tell him about the recovery process? You know, it, uh, I had a great group of guys in rehab with me. I had obviously Mason Englert and. Um, just me and him clicked and then did a lot of things together. Uh, just 
if you uh once you get in there rehab really is not as bad as people think it is i mean that's the time that you get to learn the body the most um you i mean he's gonna come out of rehab bigger stronger he's gonna look diff different and it it's i mean this is probably gonna truly change the way he comes out and pitches i mean he's probably I'm going to call it. I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably going to be 97 to 99 when he gets out. Wow. Easy. <laughs> I mean, you, you do see it. You Every guy that comes out of the Rangers rehab process is bigger and stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. Aaron Zavala, yeah, we, you pro you've probably noticed Aaron Zavala is bigger. Josh Young was bigger last year. I can't imagine Kamar Rocker getting much bigger. Well, he's talking about more defined and getting. I'm in, just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that, he is a big boy. <laughs> we we big got one of the best rehab. They, they'll get you back. I mean, it's gonna fly by. I mean, he he won't even he won't believe how quick he'll be back. It, it's crazy. All right, all right. Even even in Arizona, even yeah. <laughs> even with all the monotony, it's gonna go go by fast. All right, you heard it. You heard it here first. Yep, that's right. Owen White said he's gonna be Owen back. White, future rehab coach. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so, um. I'm going to turn it over to John, uh, but since we've since you were last on, I don't even think you were engaged the last time you were on. You're now you're now a married man. How's that I going, am. buddy? It's perfect. Uh, we had a perfect wedding. Uh, couldn't actually nothing went too terribly wrong, so <laughs> I didn't I didn't get yelled at. So it was a good day. Hey man, that's what you do. You show up <laughs> and say the right name. That's all you got to do. That's, that's the joke right. that's always been. You just show. And when they ask your opinion. You give one, and when they say no, go okay. You know that's all you do. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, what I've heard. so when we were there, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, we saw you walking out. Do you live in those apartments right there by the by the ballpark? Yes, Omni. Yeah, well, that's easy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can't be late to work unless you wake up late. <laughs> I mean, you just walk right. across the street. All right, so listen, we're going to get into more fun stuff. We learned a lot about you last time where you grew up. You played other sports, all that stuff. We talked about that. All right, we're going to talk about your teammates now. And I got one fun question I can't wait to get to because you have been the answer for most of these. But we're going to ask oh. you that coming up. Uh, oh boy. Who on the team is the best dressed? When you go look around, who is somebody that you think looks good and is the best dressed on the team? Uh, Jack's Biggers. That's twice for Biggers. Yeah, it's twice in a row. Yeah. That's two for Biggers. How about funniest? Anybody on the team that just keeps everybody cracked up? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Dustin Harris. Really? That's a sneaky one. How about this for sneaky? Dustin Harris has 17 stolen bases this season. Yeah, he's faster than people think. <laughs> he's kind of got that. He's thinned up a little bit as he's gone up, so he, he kind of runs like a deer. It's hey. It's impressive. You and know, he's funny. All right. You, you know, something I've noticed, Owen, is that that there's not – I'm hearing this from a lot of people. There's not a lot of pranksters. Is there any pranksters on the team? Man, I, I that just the other day in uh, in round uh, – or Frisco, I was tying people's shoes up. <laughs> so, it's you. There, there you go. I'll take the blame on that one. Uh, That's the spirit. There, I was tying the shoes up to the fence. 
So you're the you're the you're the prankster. All right. Uh, well, whoever whoever came up with the mustache idea is a pretty pretty good pr- prankster. Yeah, that that one's probably been the best one that they've done so far. Okay, here's the one I'm anxious to do. So I always ask this: if you were in a back alley fight, who is somebody you would want with you? I'm telling you, Owen White has been a name by a lot of them. I I think it's probably because you decided one day to punch out a mound. Um, yeah. and, and all of that, but your attitude on the mound too, you, you are fiery, you get up there and you like to go attack and do that. They said you would probably be besides you. I know you probably handle it yourself or you think you can, who's somebody you want with you. If you're having, you're in a back alley fight, who, who do you want with you? How many do I get? One. I mean, you got to pick one. Just one. Um, your choice uh, is me <laughs> or a teammate. You got to pick the teammate. <laughs> all right. This is the back end of Jeff running. <laughs> run I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Alex Spees just because me and him are always together, and I know he's always got my back. So I'm gonna go with Spees, and he's right. got long arms. So he, he, long has, arm. he, he would have the reach advantage, which is always big in in boxing. That's yes. the guy who has the reach. Absolutely, I like. Yeah, it. He's a little, he's a little crazy too. He's, he's <laughs> <got a> little, <laughs> hey, he. He coached teenagers. He might be a little. He might be a little ornery when he gets out there having to deal hey, with them. He te- coached. He coached eight year olds. That would make him more ornery. <laughs> yeah. So you you said how many do I get? Is there somebody else that's kind of you would think you know he might not be bad either? Well, I was just planning it out. Like if I got three people, I would have Strom, <laughs> just so he could use his head to headbutt people. Oh, he's got a big old head, and then I got. <laughs> Uh, probably Chris Cease. Oh my gosh. Oh God, that no doubt. That's a speci- that. That's a big boy right there. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a specimen. I think Zavala too. I think Zavala, his dad was a police is a police officer. Right. So he probably knows some some holds and stuff. Yeah. And he's big and he's big and he's quiet. Yeah. You gotta watch out for those quiet guys. Yeah, those quiet guys usually have something to they'll they'll whip out something on you. Um. All right. Let me ask you this. So. uh Anything, anything you're binge watching right now, you and your wife, y'all trying to. Oh man. What is, um, Scorpion on, uh, Amazon prime. It's about, uh, what is that? Well, uh, like it has four brainiacs trying to solve like the world's problems. If there's emergency, uh, they they'll us will call them in and they go and basically use math and all this other kind of nerdiness stuff to to unlock the mission basically (laughs) he said nerdiness absolutely i tell you i tell you an underutilized word these days is nerd and uh todd fraser was calling guys nerds the year he was in spring training and it was beautiful absolutely And, and so i call my kids nerds and they're, you know, they're smart kids, but if they fart around, instead of calling them a-holes or whatever I'd normally call somebody, yep, I call them nerds. All right. Listen, we're going to get a couple more and get you out of here, buddy, because I know oh, you got a lot. Hey, let me ask you this. On a start day, this is always interesting. You know what? I'm going to end on that one, on a start day. You've been in you've been in Down East, Hickory. You've now been in Frisco. Of those, is there any stadium that's an away stadium that you've enjoyed where you've got there and gone, man, this is pretty cool. This is a neat little town. Whatever is there a what do you have a favorite away stadium you've ever played at? It's not this one. It's not Arkansas. No. no. All right. <laughs> um I would have to say 
I really enjoyed Springfield. Okay. Springfield, Missouri. You're yeah. talking about that, right? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. had a uh they had a nice little burger spot uh, on right by our hotel that we could walk to downtown. They had ice cream right through there. They uh and then you could walk to the field. Just everything was on your time. You could I mean you didn't have to worry about buses. You basically handled everything yourself. That and Corpus Christi. I like I like being by the water and being able to take those little uh That would be cool. Those little scooters and ride around and just hang out with the boys. It, it was fun. And you then you can go get seafood and stuff too. So I mean I How love crab legs. So do they have a Whataburger at their ballpark? It is Whataburger ballpark, right? Yeah. Uh, have- Corpus Christi? Yeah. They have a water burger right by our hotel. I don't know if it's close to the ballpark. <laughs> I mean, it's close well, to the ballpark because you can ride the scooter there. I've actually been to the Springfield, Missouri Stadium, and my son will start college there this fall. He's going to be there at oh. Missouri State, and Missouri State plays their baseball games in the minor league stadium. Missouri State used to be Southwest Missouri State. Yep, that's right. Bears, as I recall. All right, last one. All I want to do is tell me about your game day routine. You, you're, you're going to start that night. First pitch is – 7.05, whatever. What time do you get up? Are you eating breakfast? When do you eat lunch? What do you do when you get to the stadium? Tell me your game day routine. Yeah, I'll run you. I'll run you through. Uh, this is what I did yesterday. So, got up about 10.50, got dressed, went and knocked on uh, Alex Spees' door at 11. <laughs> we went to Waffle House together. Nice. Me- Alex B's, Ryan Garcia, and my wife, we all went to Waffle House. And then we came back. Um, at 1.45, I had uh, a pregame meeting. So we uh, kind of went over the hitters, not really the hitters, basically what I was going to do. Um, pitched our strengths, blah, 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 blah. Then after that, um, 3 o'clock bus. So – uh, got to the field, uh, kind of rolled out, uh, just kind of hung out and talked for a little bit. Normally, I don't get going until game last night was at 6.35. It only takes me about two hours to really lock in and get ready. So, uh, jumped in the hot tub, kind of get the blood going. Um, went outside, rolled out, ran a little bit. Came back inside, did some uh, nerve glides and did all my arm stuff and uh, knocked all that out with our our trainer and then uh, went outside and started to get ready to throw. Uh, I do plyos. Uh, I do some medicine ball stuff. Uh, Then I long toss and then I get on the mound and go. A lot of stuff. That is a lot of stuff. So what will you do today? How do you get rid of the soreness? Do you, is, is today your your heavy day in the gym? Yeah, so I'll lift today when I get to the field, um, and that's probably it. I mean, I'm not going to really do much, kind of a chill day. Will uh, you get in the hot tub? Uh, no, I won't get in the hot tub today. I'll uh, I'll jump on some um, – our trainer will do some stuff with me, probably some deep tissue cupping and, and just try to loosen up everything, the back and um, – Cool. Just get everything going. Yeah. And, and does your wife go with you on all the trips or just? This was actually our first trip. And uh, as soon as we got out of the car here, she said she wasn't coming on another one. So 
<laughs> we'll figure that one out together, I guess. Did she, now, did she drive herself? Or no, no? I, we, uh, no, we, we, we rode together. Um, we rode with uh, Ricky Benasco and and his girl. So, um, we carpooled, and it it wasn't too bad. It was just a small car. Apparently, should've, it was. Should have drove my truck. <laughs> if, if Mrs. White's not coming back. <laughs> you just don't like the car rides. Oh, there so. you go. <laughs> How far was it? Northwest Arkansas. It's so. North Little. It's oh. they're they're in Little Rock. What's that? Three or four hours? That's yeah, like six. Yeah. Six. I think it came out to be about five. Yeah. About yeah. five if including stops. Well, I've never done it without kids, so yeah. it's six for us. That's a long time to ride with Venasco. <laughs> <laughs> See, All right. right. Owen, anything I, I, else? I think Owen's the funny, the funny man. I think he is too, man. He's the prankster. Yeah, He's man. tying shoes. We need to give him an idea for a prank. I tell yeah. you, prank. Here it is. One of the best ones I ever did. You'll love this. Okay, it's the next time you're on a road trip. Now remember this. Okay, go to Walmart and buy like five little cheap alarm clocks that maybe run on batteries. Okay, mm-hmm. get into somebody's room, maybe Spees or whatever. Set those things to go off about every three hours and hide them all in his room and all night long an alarm clock's going to go off and then he's going to find it, turn it off. And then by the second or third one, he's going to be tearing his room apart to make sure he's found every one of them. And it's hysterical. They get up, they get, they get, they get woke up. Now it does ruin them for the next day. If they lose their sleep, (laughs) you know, they go, don't do it to a starter. You can't do Uh, it. Somebody's about to start that day. I'll do it when they're all in there taking naps. <laughs> Perfect. Any more for you? No, we're good. Oh, and thank you so much, buddy. Thanks for coming on. We'll get you back on again. And obviously we'll see you out at the field when we're out there. Uh, guys, that's Owen White, right-hand pitcher for the Frisco Rough Riders. And this segment was brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders. Owen, take care, buddy. We'll see you later. I appreciate it, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you, bud. All right, big thanks to Owen White for joining us there. Now it's time to go down in the, by the way, brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders, but now we're going down in the bus leagues, and starting next month, this is going to be sponsored by somebody, and we'll get into that later, but got to talk about the minor league teams. Let's go top to bottom. Um, We can go, so let's start out in low A ball. Well, before we get into that, two of those teams no longer belong to the Texas Rangers. Yeah, um, the the two A A teams were sold to diamond baseball um which is not the diamond sports group which has run valley sports into the ground uh <laughs> diamond baseball has been gobbling up um minor league teams they own a bunch of them they own like 19 of them yeah now. yeah they, they own a bunch um basically the rangers bought these teams <clears throat> because they wanted to control the player development agreements and everything like that they thought they had favorable situations right and um, wanted to make sure that their players were taken care of and all that. Well, then MLB came in and basically took over that, is arranging these de- de- player development deals. So um, the Rangers didn't need need to own them anymore. And, right. You know, a little money in the pocket never hurts. So right. uh, they they sold the clubs. Um, it sounds like unfortunately the the Down East team is going to be moving out of Kinston, um, uh, Granger Granger Field or Granger Stadium. Um, did need some work. Um, it's a little older, but you, you, you don't like to see that happen. Um, but, you know, 
it's gonna. It sounds like. Yep. Um, Hickory uh, Franz Stadium is solid. Hickory's a nice town. You know, I've never heard any complaints about Hickory, so it uh, looks like that'll <coughs> stay well, status quo. One thing that could change is maybe with with Diamond Sports, we start to get the MIL MILB and be able to watch some of the games. Yeah, if yeah. They, oh. If they're if they're if their goal is to do what most hedge funds and businesses are, it's add value and turn around and eventually sell them off or something <laughs> like that. Uh, then, you know, not having uh, not having those teams on the MILB little app where you mm-hmm. can watch those games, I think is, is – it, I mean, you got to pay people to, to also do the play-by-play and do that stuff. But maybe this this will help. And maybe moving to a bigger market, it sounds like – I guess Kinston's a pretty small market. It is. It is. It's, it's uh, just off – it's, I don't know, it's – 45 minutes off the coastline there in North Carolina. And, uh, yeah, it, it's not a big town, but, um, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't know what their attendance is. I've seen some pictures. It looks pretty sparse, but yeah, they try to market the hell out of it. You know, the, the team does a good job. Uh, their Twitter account's good. So, um, anyway, yeah. So there's been some business. Yep. Absolutely. So that that's happened. Let's go to Down East. Down East is the low A team. This is the youngest ones of all of them, besides those playing in the complex leagues. Uh, Down East is twenty three and seventeen. They're five and five in their last ten. They've lost one. Uh, Brock Porter still doing good there. Um, he's got uh, good numbers going there. I, you know, uh, Jason Morabell. When you're hitting, he's he's pretty much. But Jason Morabell looked different when we got spring. Oh yeah, training. he's a lot yeah. bigger. He's he's bigger and stronger. Um, Look, a lot of these guys aren't hitting that we're going to mention aren't hitting above two fifty, right? But um, a lot Way of them, I mean, they're 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 so young. I know, and and you're and and but the thing is, you've seen their averages in most cases come up. Um, Morable is or is, is one of them. Uh, Cueva's been up and down. Anthony Gutierrez right now is a little bit down. Cam Colley's up. Glider Glider Figueroa is up, and and he's a guy that. When he's good, he impacts the hell out of the ball. So, um, just you know, I, don't don't worry about those numbers uh, down there. Uh, I, I guess coincidentally, don't get too high on the pitchers' numbers because the pitchers in, in those leagues have a chance to really dominate. Right. Um, you worry about stuff. You worry about if they're doing the right thing. Uh, the Rangers. The Rangers look beyond what what stats are available on MALB. They have their own things that they look for, um, and. So, but there are there are guys doing good work down there, and no need to rush them. Nope. You know, maybe maybe Brock Porter gets to to taste Hickory for like the last two weeks of the season, but uh, I think if he just gets his his eighty to hundred innings in one spot, and and learns what it's like to be a professional baseball player and <clears throat> handle the road and all of this stuff. Uh, the year will be a success if he just stays at, at low A the whole year. Has the DSL started? No, June fifth, uh, ACL hasn't started either. Um, I just saw a, a video of Sebastian Walcott, yeah, hitting yeah. a ball about four hundred feet. Yeah, it's extended uh, spring for them as well. And is uh, he still is he still in Arizona? No, no, no. He's in he's in the Dominican. Okay, and, he's uh, down there. Yeah, they've got uh, oh, next Friday I, or next I don't know whatever day the fifth is. It's the first Monday of June uh, is, is when. That season opens and, and ACL opens also. I think I, I'm not They're right sure around about that. that time. They're right, right around that time. Okay. But um, it's good stuff. It, it's fun to watch these guys and yep. Walcott's not going to be there long if he does what he's doing. Dominates. He's gonna, he'll be he'll be in Arizona in July. So. Yeah. 
And then if he does really well there and, and maybe might maybe get a taste of down east yeah, by the end of the year. Definitely possible. He is a he is a good looking specimen yeah. who speaks perfect English. Right. And so that that helps him too. And it's and that helps because he doesn't have to acclimate to the language when right. he gets I mean, here. He, he, you know, he lived in Florida for off and on for a little while there. So that's going to uh, help and, him. I mean, yeah, he knows the food. He, yeah. he knows everything. So it's, it's And that that's where even though he's 17 years old, that's where he's a little more advanced in the fact that it's not a huge culture shock for him to get yeah. here. He's been here. Yeah. He speaks the language. He's not going to have problems right getting, you know, right, doing right, right. that. Got to go to Hickory. They're the high A team. They're 15 and 25, 3 and 7 in their last 10. Uh they have won one. Um guy that we're probably going to get on has done very pretty well is Josh Stevens. Josh Steven, we're gonna get him on uh, maybe Steven. maybe next week. Um, yeah, I mean his his numbers are just fabulous. Point uh, seven eight WHIP. You know his yeah. ERA is under three. Um, that's that's and it and it's a good story. We kind of touched on it a little bit uh, an episode drafted. or two ago. You know was you know twenty twenty. Uh, we'll signed as a free agent for twenty thousand yep. dollars, so you know he's not rolling around in a Lamborghini down there in in Hickory. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he 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 wanted to play pro did, baseball. Didn't yeah. want to go to college. Yeah. That's fine. I didn't want to go to college either. I did, but yeah. um, it's um, and I didn't. I mean, it's not. For, it's <laughs> shit. It's not for everybody. No, I mean, it's and, not. And uh, anyway, I mean, he he's he's a real good story. I, I know it's twenty twenty three now, and he's still just in high A. But remember, twenty twenty, they didn't have a season, right? They were able to take it kind of slow and, and get him on a development path uh, that that they seems to be felt. working. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And uh, you know, if he if he had gone to college, I think he was committed to Stephen F. Austin. If he had gone, you never know what's going to happen. You know, he may have they may have said, "Oh, well, why don't you just be a reliever?" You know, or yeah. it, it, it it's just um, the Rangers have had they've like, all right. We're going to make this guy a starter, and this is how we're going to do it. And it's it's turning out very well. Well, look past the World Baseball Classic, too, because the Canadian <laughs> Mitch Bratt has struck out 34 in 21 innings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 28 innings, I'm sorry. But he's also got a 3.49 ERA. ERAs don't make Yeah, I mean, he's only got 28 innings. Yeah. You know, the one, one thing that happened with him is he got caught in a rain situation where one of his starts was suspended. Yeah. Um. And he only got in like two innings. Yeah. And and so he's a little bit behind on innings and they were trying trying to catch guys up by maybe pitching them Monday or Tuesday and Sunday, you know, just trying to figure out right a way to get their innings back up and get them back on schedule. So it looks like he's still a little bit behind. Uh they the promotions that just came there, Osuna or Ortiz got promoted up. Yeah, Abby Abby Ortiz who hit seven home runs at at Down East. He has three already at, at Hickory, he hit two. I think Thursday. And he's night. a first baseman, right? First baseman, yeah. He's Listed. um he's um I don't know, not a nice way to say this. He's 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 uh he's a, older. He's a little rounder than than your typical major league player. Hey, there's nothing uh, wrong with But he's with not he's round. not that round. <laughs> <laughs> but he 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 uh he you know, he he does but, but he did go to junior college in the United States, so he's He's uh, a, a little, little more mature. advanced, and and he was hitting three hundred at at Hicker at uh, Down East, and had the home runs. So he, yeah. it it made sense to move him up to move to move him up. Um, and you know who's who's hitting well is Acosta. He's hitting over three hundred. Yeah, he's got four bombs. Yeah, um, how old is over, he? Is he twenty? He was he was a sixteen in two thousand nineteen. So do the math, and um, he's twenty twenty one somewhere in there. But it's it's big. He's you know, been it's, high. It seems like he's starting to figure it out. Yeah, you know he. 
didn't play in 19, didn't play in 20, was hurt in 21. So he's really, really, if you want to look at it, this is his second season in the minor leagues. And right. uh, it's starting to show he'd slumped a little bit, but I think that whole team had slumped, but he's he's picked it back up. Another, another name that's, that is interesting, <clears throat> one to watch, uh, is Cody Freeman, the catcher who he's only hitting 205, but he is now a full-time catcher. Yeah. Oh, and he wasn't when he was drafted, right? Yeah, he was an infielder when when he was drafted, and last year he was splitting time. But he's hit like five or six home yeah, runs. Yeah, he's got he's got power. His cat his calves. If you've ever seen his calves, he's not a tall guy, but his calves are about that big. I mean, it, it's so he can just rest on him while he's in the squat. <laughs> he um, it's like sitting on a he's chair. He's got sneaky power, but um, he wants to catch, and and so he is now a full time catcher, and and it's hard. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy. No, your body and, goes through and, a lot. Yeah, when we there. had when we had Bobby Wilson on, you know, offense is not the priority when you're learning how to catch. Absolutely. And so um, he'll be fine. So I, I, I think I think Cody's an interesting guy to to just to watch because there's debate about who the Rangers' best catching catcher in the minor league is after Sam Huff. Right. And um, you know, Ian Muller, who's at, at Down East, and, and and Freeman are the two who are probably Yep. Two and three, let's say. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm done with All my right. dickery. Let's go to Frisco. <laughs> uh, lots of good things at Frisco. Well, as far as player-wise, their record's only 18 and 23. They're five and five in their last 10. They uh, Last 10, they have lost a couple. Um, you know, we had him on last week. The Rangers are really high on Aaron Zavala. Very high. And I'm going to tell you right now, he might be the best hitter in the organization. It's possible. I mean, he is he, just he, he's uh, cooled. I mean, he's cooled off a little since we talked to him. He's in five hundred now. He's in the in the low twos. But um, the 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 total package with the plate discipline, the, the pitch coverage, uh, the the power that's developed, just just the intelligence and the focus. Um, you know, I, I think um, the Rangers were off during their last homestand, and Donnie Ecker went up and and checked in on him and. Um, big big fans. He has he has big fans throughout the organization. Yes. Um, and and when you have him at the upper level, the major leagues, that that, that can't hurt your future. No. And, uh, but again, he needs to play. Um, sure. He's probably just adjusting. He 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 had a throwing error uh, the other night, so it looks like his arm is good and strong. And um, <laughs> look, uh, you know, he's still working his way back. I mean, he, you know, it's like like. In extended spring training, you can control the games. Right. So he would hit, but he wouldn't run the bases. Right. But he'd play defense. And then the next day, he would hit and run the bases, but he wouldn't right. play defense. So it's putting them all, it's putting everything together. It might take a little time, even though he's mature and, and all of that. But um, Aaron's, Aaron's going to be all right. Yep. You also got, uh, obviously, Jack Leiter, whose last outing wasn't quite as good. He still only gave up a run, uh, but I think he walked, like, seven, seven. Yeah. In, yeah, in yeah. four it was, innings. That's weird because, you know, like Owen said, he walked five in his start Thursday. Maybe there's something wrong with the mound out there in Midland. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's still positive, I think. That was a little step back, I guess. Yeah. But, overall, uh, Jack Leiter's still po- a positive uh, no, at, at least this month, you know, the last – well, well, I heard someone start. else talking about it too. When you walk people, uh-huh. now you're coming off the stretch, um, yeah. you know, and and uh, that 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 that's a whole different game when you're trying to get. You know, Jack uses a lot of his body to get that velocity up to where it gets, and 
when he throws and going from a stretch as opposed to, you know, coming from the windup where you're a little more controlled in your windup and you can yeah. something like that. I forget how uh, they put it where he's uh, – they're trying to slow him down a little bit in his delivery and that was getting the strikes right. and doing that. But when you're coming from the stretch, it's a little different. You really got to get it all wound up and going and a little more wild. You got yeah. – uh, we talked about Wyatt Carter, obviously. Um, there, I mean, Zavala and Carter, those are two potential guys that could be – in that lineup, along with the guys that are there playing two outfield positions eventually. Not to this year, but future. Yeah. Those two right there sure. are MLB lineup people right there. Sure, uh, they are. And, you know, Tavares is uh, still – He's hitting – He's. I, don't, I, I can't remember if he's arbitration eligible, I think, this year. Uh, Adol, Adolis Garcia, you're going to have to figure out if you're going to want to keep him. I think at this point you do. Left field appears to be wide open. Uh, but the Rangers don't have a lot of holes right now on, no, they on don't. the major league team, and no, they're they not going to for a few years. So you got to figure out ways to u- use these guys, and they will. Yeah, you know, they will. Um, Some of them will probably be used um, here in the next <laughs> month or two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think those two. They're probably uh, Carter is, is essentially untouchable. He's not going to be something for a reliever for sure. No. Uh, but you got like Acuna and Harris, or that, that may could be a part of a package, or. Uh, some of these guys. Yeah, you know, what do the Rangers need? Right. You know what they need bullpen help. Right. All right. You know that's that doesn't cost you a lot. Do you want to? Do you really want to bite the bullet and get go get a a big bat, <clears throat> another big bat? That's that's when you're going to get into the the upper tier of of prospects. And you know, <clears throat> you I don't, think if they get a bat, it would be a rental. I don't think they're well. I guess they could go out and get a big name. That, that you never know. And and you know again and. You know they have so many prospects on the forty man. <coughs> yep. Do you need to trade some of those guys just sure. to to free up just some, to clear up some space? Yeah. Because you're going to have to protect a bunch of guys this 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 next uh, some big names. This next one, Jack so. Leiter's one of them, isn't he? No, but Foskey's one of them. The, uh, okay. Yeah. So it's um, anyway. All right, let's go Little. to Round Rock. Okay. They've got the best record in all of minor league. They're twenty five and twenty. Well, actually, twenty three and seventeen and down these. But they've been playing longer. Twenty five and twenty two. They're four and six in their last ten. They won one. I mean, if you're gonna Mark Church is now a member. That was yeah. an interesting move. Uh, this yeah. guy we talked about him earlier in the in the in the big league segment that he got promoted to AAA. Yeah. That's a sign. I mean, he stayed in the big league camp longer. We talked about that uh, earlier. I like. I'm, I'm anxious to see how he does. Yeah, his uh, his first performance it, it was scoreless. Um, one and a third innings, two hits and three walks. Now, he is AAA has the auto, automated ball strike system, the right. a, the ABS. So I wonder if he's going to struggle with that a little bit because and, he and was getting those he was, calls. He might have been getting those calls. He might have been at, getting at, that corner or whatever he's sure, getting. And he may sure. not be getting it here. Um, so that might be something to watch, but. Um, and that may not be hurting him, him right now in yeah. the fact that they can see, okay, he's got to figure out how this pitch, yeah. how this and, automatic and, and strikes. Again, they're looking at the stuff, and, you know, if he's throwing the ball to the backstop, that's one thing. But if he's just missing a ball outside or, and, uh, or and, uh, whatever, and the, it's just off the square or whatever the system is, then then they're not going to be too, yeah, they're not gonna be too worried about that. <laughs> and, um, and, and it teaches you how to handle some adversity, get some guys on base and get get out of it and see how you work there. But uh, Chase Lee was the pitcher of the week in the Pacific Coast League, which doesn't happen a lot for a reliever, you'd think. But he had six scoreless innings, which doesn't happen a lot for a reliever in that league. And um, he, he tossed a scoreless inning um, ahead of church um, Thursday night. Um, so, again, as we talked about earlier, 
those are those are two guys to keep an eye on. Yep. All right. We got also we got Foscu who they love there. Wenzel hit a grand slam the other night. Yeah. He, well, he is not. <clears throat> he's got his average up to two forty three, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was it was pretty low. And he has seven home runs. I think I think he's trending the right way. Good, uh, you know. But the important thing with him is that he's been healthy. Uh, that's something that that is that has not ever happened since he was drafted. Yeah, and so he, um, that's that's good. Stay healthy, get your at bats, figure it out. Uh, he he had taken some days off a few weeks ago just to work on a swing. It looks like things are slowly moving the right direction for him, but yeah, uh, and and you know Albuquerque is at altitude, so the yeah. ball travels a little bit further, but still, you have to hit it hard. You got to put a barrel on it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so you you can't uh, you can't just you know chip one out of there. You're going to still have to put some kind of a barrel on it to get yeah. it out, but maybe something that might be a pop up somewhere might carry a little longer, but that still has to be hit hard. Yeah, the um, uh, Jankowski and and. And Garver are rehabbing down there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I guess, I guess, we could have talked about this earlier. But when those two guys are ready, whenever it's going to be, I'm assuming Jankowski will be sooner than than Garver. Just yeah. I but, talked to I talked to Travis last time we were there, and he was like basically talking to me. He was ready. He's ready to go out on his rehab. Yeah. He thought he was going to go out because he thought maybe Frisco. Uh, but he was talking to either way, but like he was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go yeah. out and start doing it. Well, uh, so then at that point, I guess it's uh, Jankowski for Bubba. Bubba's situation. not been getting used. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that doesn't that doesn't help him. And then um, Garver for Leon, I guess. Although you know, you want to lose Sandy Leon, but because hey, I, I believe he answer me this. I don't think he has options. A- answer me this: Is eventually Brad Miller not going to be on this team? Yeah, that's a good. Other, that's another one. You know, I, I don't. I don't know, but because he's not done anything, it, it's hard to carry three catchers. He's Culberson. He's been sitting on the end of the bench, yeah. being a good teammate right now. Yeah, but he's yeah. not doing anything. Right. I don't know. It'll be interesting, guys. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Just uh, remember to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Absolutely. Um, go uh, go follow the Dub Network. They are the Dub Network on Twitter. Uh, they <sighs> they do have a YouTube channel too. Um, I think some of our videos might be going on there too eventually. I don't know. I don't know how that works. We've got our channel, so you can yeah. see them all on our channel, yeah. the, our YouTube channel. Big thanks to the Dub Network, though. The audio version for sure is going through them and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Um, which we love that. Go follow them there. It'll still go out to all your favorite platforms, so we're not going anywhere. It's just coming through the Dub Network. Right. Who and, we're working with. And then, um, you know, subscribe to Rangers today. Five ninety nine a month. 60 dollars for the year 35. 35 for six months it's it's the the one of the, it's the it's the cheapest option you got absolutely so. congratulations Ryan on graduating high school congratulations to Henry and Molly they're out of school for the summer that's, that's good right. but uh guys until next week we'll see you at the yard